0: Welcome to the Best of Seven podcast. It's your boy Mike Jones. We got my boy Big J from Georgia. Say what up, Jay?
1: What's up, everybody? Glad to be a uh, guest on the show today. Big Mike Jones invited me here, so I'm just ready to go, man. Everybody hey. good? Everybody safe? Everybody's doing great, man. Uh, uh, with the with the quarantine, you know, it was kind of hard for my daughter who just graduated. But uh, other than that, man, we was overcome. We was able to do some things around with the family and uh, kept our social distances and wore our masks. So everything kind of worked out fine. I can't
0: recall ever anything like this, like, in my entire life. We would have blackouts once in a while sometimes. (laughs) That's kind of what this reminds me of, because during the blackout, nobody would move. Nobody would go anywhere, because it was like, Imagine, like, you walking down the hallway and the lights cut off. You What you gonna do? You just stop in your tracks, right? Exactly. Exactly. Bro, that's kind of how this feels. And it's like life has literally just sort of stopped in its tracks. I know people are easing into doing things right now. Zoom... (laughs) <laughs> this Zoom stock has exploded. I
1: wish I would have bought some. Yeah, man, everything is starting to boom, man. With with, with the video conferences, uh, uh, doctors are starting to use it in the uh, in the doctor's office instead of you going for these checkups. They can just uh, video for you from the from the comfort of your home. It's a it's a different way of life with everything from when we came up and when we was coming up. Like you say, it just kind of remind you of uh that type of thing when when you know we grew up in the hood and the lights get cut cut, get cut off man and and and, you know you're sitting in the dark you know and you're like wow what's going on and you got candles lit and you, you you're trying to feel your way around the house so it feels something to that nature so you can kind of relate to this thing man
0: we have some some professionals out there we have experts out there that's providing a lot of great quality advice about what it is to do or telling us what to do so that we can mitigate you know the spread of this disease it was working mind you everybody stayed in everybody stayed home it didn't quite disappear but certainly the number of cases went down a couple people then got a little stir crazy maybe got some cabin fever you know what i'm saying right Uh, exactly exactly they got a little bit too comfortable with the situation oh the numbers are going down numbers are going down and you ever as a kid like your parents say something but you hear something else totally different right exactly. i feel like i feel like that's what happened i feel like the advisors and the experts were like oh the numbers are going down and there's right. a whole group or segment of people who was like oh that means we can go outside and it's like no that's <laughs> that's not <laughs> that's, that's not what they said that's exactly. not that's not what he said they said something totally different but you're hearing him
1: exactly
0: i think it's really great that we have leaders who are, you know, working excessively hard, making sure that the public stays safe and everybody's, you know, following these guidelines. I mean, it's really helped and made a difference here in my local community. How about you?
1: Oh, man, it, it really has, man. It's, there's a, a couple leaders in our, in my neighborhood where I am. Uh, I, I'm a cigar guy. So there's a place, uh, the Tender Box, I'd like to give a shout out to Rod. Rod's. He's a great guy, man. He every Sunday they're packaging food up uh to give to people who may need food. And he does this every Sunday. I just like to give a shout out to him, man. That's somebody that's a leader in the community that is really helping us out. Nobody's seen this stuff coming, man. And this is and, and this pandemic is it, it, it's way worse than anything that I can think of. This thing can really kill you. You know, I have conversation with uh, numerous amount of people about, you know, oh man, it's something that somebody put here. All thing I know now is, is what the scientists tell us. Let's listen to the science. But we still have to uh, remember that there's a there's a lives loss. Over 140,000 lives lost due exactly. to uh, COVID-19. Exactly. We have to continue uh, uh, to grow these leaders and, and shout these leaders out who's in our community. Who are helping us trying to get through this thing. That's what's up, man. That's
0: what's up. Let's uh let's go ahead and jump into it. NBA restart is happening. A lot going on in Orlando. We got people coming into the bubble. We got people leaving the bubble for various reasons. Uh scrimmages and games are going on. Just uh give me your idea, give me some of your thoughts on what you've seen thus far um in regards to the NBA and their approach to the uh the 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 bubble restart?
1: Uh the NBA is trying to come up with a safe environment for the players to get in so that we can experience the uh, uh other 2019 other twenty nineteen twenty nine twenty nineteen twenty twenty season of the NBA. And 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 then we all are missing the NBA. I know I'm missing it. We we wanna see our, our team um uh, flourish in this, uh, even though my team, the Atlanta Hawks, don't have a dog in this fight. But, <laughs> but hey, I-, I think they th- it was the right approach uh, on being in the bubble. Uh, I think the guys have to, I think they're doing a good job by saying, hey, we're going to test every day. We're going to test our staff every day. We're going to, you know, we're going to, everybody's going to be tested and, and we're going to keep it as safe as possible. Uh, I think that. It may get a little weary for some people because some people are going to miss their kids. What about the players that, you know, some may have just had a kid and, you know, and now he has to stay away from that newborn or his or that wife, you know, when they're supposed to be here in this bubble and can't leave. And, and now we're talking two to three months without seeing your kid or being able to be next school. It's something to think about. Um, I think the uh, players have, you know, taken a, a great approach to it uh, in trying to you know, make it work. And and, 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 they, and it's almost like they're in the middle because they're, they, they're trying to make it work for the fans themselves and for the family. And I know it could be a hard situation. So I, I give it up to them, man. I give it up to them for risking themselves to come out there just to give us a, some entertainment. At the end of the day, we want to keep people safe. A lot
0: of these players are, they're having to sacrifice a lot. They're sacrificing a lot to provide us with entertainment, certainly um this is a, a, a good distraction, maybe from the you know the everyday covid nineteen the current news cycle, but I think it's great that people right now have a great healthy distraction. I wanted to key in on what you said about players having to make very hard choices a lot of players having to choose to go inside the bubble while also there were some players who they had to opt out of going into the bubble. Avery Bradley of the Lakers comes to mind. He had to make a decision and he said, you know what, I I have to do this for my family or I think it's in the best interest of my family that I not go into the bubble. We saw there are some people sort of like having a little bit of a push pull with their conscience. Dwight Howard comes to mind you know at first he was unsure about going into the bubble um certainly he expressed how the nba restart could potentially in a negative way affect what's also currently going on in the news cycles with the protests and you know black lives matter and things of that sort so he he was a he had voiced his concerns about how the nba restart would be a distraction from the social these social changes that we're seeking, do you mm-hmm. feel? Do you feel as though the NBA restart has had um, an impact on the protests um, that are happening across the country right now?
1: I have really, I haven't really seen it. I know a lot. I've seen, I followed a lot of players like LeBron James, who really, who really tried to get this thing to a head where. Uh, Black men are not being mistreated by law enforcement. Um, I I, I appreciate his help, you you know, and everything that he's doing. The school that he built in uh, Ohio, where he's from, you know, you know, that says a lot, man. That says a lot. From what I've seen, man, LeBron James has been nothing but a top tier, man. He's an athlete, but he's an activist
0: as well, too. And he's not only he's not only active in his uh his community or his home state of Ohio but he has been at the forefront of these social change messages and you know he's been very vocal in speaking up about um these injustices that have been happening when Trayvon Martin that whole Trayvon Martin situation happened and he gathered the team up and they wore hoodies and they they posted pictures online to let people know or bring attention to, hey, these injustices are still happening in our community. Uh, we are still we're still fighting for equality. We're still fighting for basic human rights. And enough is enough. We're not going to take this anymore. So big up to LeBron James. Speaking of LeBron James, um, I know that we needed to talk a little bit about this MVP race. Um, certainly, his name has been atop of the MVP leaderboard. Him and Giannis Antetokounmpo, mm-hmm. Man, I always bite my tongue when I say that. That's crazy. I'm just gonna say Giannis. I'm not saying his last name.
1: Okay? I know. I I, I won't even name. try. I won't even try to. to I- to say his last name, bro, so I'll my, just say young. I,
0: I think my damn tongue is bleeding. Like, yeah, I, just, hey,
1: I, I, that's I, it. I won't even attempt. Okay, hey, I'm from a I'm from a, I'm from from a school down in Georgia. All right, so I'm not even gonna. We didn't have words like that. <laughs> hey, oh, not, to, not, to, not to say nothing bad about my Georgia piece now. Come on,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, oh man, but LeBron. Giannis, James Harden has also been a part of that conversation. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts? What are your thoughts on the current MVP race um, in the NBA uh, as of right now?
1: That's kind of hard, man. You know, because we, like I say, before the pandemic, man, you know, it was off to the races. and I thought we would see a lot of other people that would be in the runnings, you know, because there's there's great players out there, man. But uh, And I have to tell you, man, Giannis Man, I like Giannis's game. Uh, I, I really think it's gonna be it's gonna be real tough, man. And, you know, but and, and you know, you can't take nothing away from LeBron. LeBron is gonna be LeBron. But I, I have to tell you, man, I, I'm leaning toward Giannis a little bit more than you know, from uh, uh from any other player. But, you know, um I think I missed out a lot on uh from October to January. So, but from what I've seen, man, I, 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 man, Giannis is a beast.
0: They were, they were showing clips of him practicing prior to the NBA restart. Um, uh, the team had gathered in Orlando and I mean, there's a video clip out there of him. Like he hit about like four or five three pointers, you know, from the corner again, uh, Right, I think there was a poll that was out, and yeah, I think majority of the players, uh, a lot of the sports writers currently are leaning a little bit more towards Giannis. I'll tell you right now, I I'm biased, man. I'm biased. You yeah, know? My, my, <laughs> I know. My, you know, my team, my team, Brooklyn Nets. Uh, we're we're in the bubble. I don't really give us much of a chance with our superstars out. But I am a huge, huge LeBron James fan. Um the way that he has been able to turn this team around, you know, yeah, last year, last last year even without Anthony Davis, even without the current stars on the roster, he had this mm-hmm. team in playoff Dang. position. Right. He had this team in playoff position, you know, prior to the the injury, the injury that right. kept them out for m- most of the the middle to second half of the season. And of exactly. course, you know, they there were some trades that happened in the offseason, you know, Lonzo Ball gone, Brandon Ingram gone, those yeah. guys since yeah. New Orleans. Now here we are, start of the, you know, 2019-2020 season, and these guys have literally been leading the West the entire time. Um, I know and I understand that there are a lot of people out there looking at other teams. Houston is a possibility. The Clippers are a possibility. Mm-hmm. Let's not forget about Kawhi and his ability to dominate on the yes, floor. Yes.
1: However, yes.
0: when it comes to the MVP race, LeBron has put his team in pole position. And I, I don't know, man. You I feel like I feel like you gotta give it to him. You gotta give yeah. it to
1: him. Yeah. I, 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 I to piggyback off of that, you know, I did look at it that way too. When you put a player on a team and he 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 really puts the whole team in position to win day in and day out. And I think that says a lot, you know. That says a lot about a person. Even though it, 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 we know that, okay, uh, uh, Dallas Mavericks or this other or, or, or Oklahoma—they—they—the team is better. They're gonna beat us or whatever. I still think when you look at it overall, what LeBron James brings to the table and how he get players to play with him, and he and he keeps his players involved. You have to take that into account, that fate. If anybody played with this guy, he's going to put you in a position to win. And that's what we're looking at at the end of the day.
0: It was all good just a few months ago. It it feels like yesterday, but it was all good a few months ago. The Kansas City Chiefs were crowned Super Bowl champs Mm -hmm. of the world, beat the San Francisco 49ers. And as of right now, I mean, is there is there even going to be is there even going to be an NFL season right now? I mean, the the owners and the players association, they are they've negotiated. Last week, there was no plan whatsoever. Today, there's a plan. Teams are going to be in training camp or are, are in training camp right now. What do you what do you think? What do you think are the, the Kansas City Chiefs, what do you think are their odds of them able to repeat uh, and bring the title back home to Kansas City a second year in a row?
1: Kansas City. First of all, I have to give it up to the Kansas City Chiefs for winning the Super Bowl. Great team, great chemistry. Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs>
1: He's no. a beast, man. No. Uh he's another, he's a beast. I think Kansas City has the remedy. They 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 damn sure got the coaches, okay? Uh they damn sure got the offense to go back, okay? Yeah uh if I had to be weary on them on any little thing, I think the defense um uh, uh was a little bit skeptical because you could score them. You got teams that can score. But uh defense coordinators are right now, are racking their brains right now saying, hey. We what do we have to do to stop Patrick Mahomes? Okay. We gotta stop Patrick Mahomes. And we have to come up with a system and any with 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 um with ways to stop Patrick Mahomes. That's what we have to do. And and I can guarantee you that's what all thirty one other teams are doing is coming up with some type of remedy to stop Patrick Mahomes. At the end of the day, I do think that they will be back, it will be back there in that championship in the AFC championship game. It's gonna be harder, you know. We get we got some great teams. Uh, San Francisco was there, you know. I, I really do believe San Francisco had the game, but Kyle Shanahan, the way he you know, the way from what I've seen and where and when he was with us, the Atlanta Falcons, you know, what he does in games like that, he shuts down. And, and, and instead of just continue to, to push forward, man, he he, he kinda of clam up and, and he loses it. I really look forward to it. I think they're going to have some people to push them this year. And uh, hey, I even think my line of is going to push them, man. And I think we're going to do very well. So, uh, but yeah, I think oh Kansas City gosh. will. I think Kansas City, well, you <laughs> know, you know I can't end this conversation talking about who's going to be there. We're not talking about my boys. I got to talk about my boys. Like, you yeah. about you you boys. I live and with them every day, huh? you That's why best wide receiver in the, the NFL, and Julio Jones, okay? So that's another topic, but I can get on to tell you about how how our high flying offense can go now, because it's gonna be hard to contend to Alabama boys. <laughs> hey, hey, look, look, Falcons. <laughs> what what can you say? What can you say about the Falcons? You have Julio Jones on one side. You have Calvin Ridley on the other side. Okay, you're gonna play Hayden. You got Hayden Hurst at the tight end spot. Then you got Todd Gurley coming out the backseat. Now, Julio Jones requires two maybe, and probably three people on him at a time. You're gonna use up a corner and a safety on him. Who's gonna hold Kevin, really? Who's gonna I mean, hold Hayden Hurst? Well, if if that's, wait, 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 hold
0: on, hold on now, hold on now. If that's the case, look, there you go. <laughs> there you go. I'm just saying, who's gonna Yo, hold? Who, how who? you gonna stop that? Bro, how you gonna stop that? How about mm-hmm. how about you look at the twenty nineteen season? Look at what defenses did against the Falcons in the twenty nineteen season, and do exactly what they did. Because guess what? They stopped those same exact players, the Falcons in
1: 2019. Not all of them. We didn't have we didn't have Todd Gurley in, in, in twenty nineteen. We had Freeman. We had a five foot. foot running back. Okay. Bro,
0: in twenty in twenty nineteen, the Falcons had they had Julio Jones. They had Calvin Ridley. They had a right. serviceable tight end.
1: And yes, he the best. Yeah, right. he had a tight. He, he was the best tight end in the league. Well, he got paid as the best tight end in the league, but he went to Cleveland. But okay, give you that. Yeah. But we you didn't have a running back there.
0: You have one of the highest paid quarterbacks in the league right now,
1: yeah, and we do. you guys still. Everybody has some missing pieces. Okay, you know what let us down this year uh, was our offensive line. We was hurting that offensive line at the interior spot. The two-guard position, we was hurting there. We had two rookies started, okay? We had two rookies started at right tackle and left guard, and right guard, okay? So, we was hurting. And then the other guard, we had some guys that been in the league for nine, ten years, okay? So, they came from the Giants, and they probably over the hill or whatever, you know? So, hey, we was working on our offensive line. I can tell you this. When you play, when you look at the Atlanta Falcons, and we are hopeful enough to uh, get on the field this year and line up, I'm gonna tell you it's gonna be hard as hell to cover Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and and Hayden Hurst, and Todd Gurley coming out the backfield. Okay, and then we got it. We got some. We got some good uh, second string guys that are gonna be playing. You know, so we 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 we're there, man. We there. We gotta get over this hump. We have no choice. So you telling me,
0: Tom Brady coming into the division is not a concern for the Atlanta faithful right now? That's what you're telling Tom me. Tom
1: Brady, Tom Brady will get broken up. Okay, Tom Brady ain't never been hit before. Okay, Tom Brady was up in the AFC, was AFC North. Am I right? All right, a- AFC Tom East. Brady ain't AFC. never been
0: hit.
1: Tom Brady has never been hit down in the NFC in the NFC South. You get hit down here, down south, and all my southern people. Yeah, Yo,
0: but but you you, you down here. look. You make a great point because Atlanta got smacked in the mouth real hard. <laughs> Atlanta got smacked in the mouth real hard last season. Look, super competitive division, right? Like. Yeah. You're look. Very you're simple. right. You, yeah. Atlanta has Atlanta has the players. I don't think they quite have the playbook, in my personal opinion. I think that's mm-hmm. that's where the issue lies. But Atlanta has the players, right? You got New Orleans and Drew Brees. He's a monster. Michael Thomas. He's awesome. a monster. They just added. Oh my gosh, what is his name? The kid from Sanders, San Francisco. They, got, they, had
1: they had just Sanders.
0: they just added Emmanuel Sanders. Yes. I mean, you talk about an offense that has the potential to be lights out, knocking teams out by halftime with uh, with Sean Payton's uh, – his, his willing to be flexible and change the offense and do what's in the best interest of the team and not have Drew throw the ball 40, 50 times a game, you know, being effective in the running game. I mean, it's going to – that is going to be – there's going to be some huge hurdles for Atlanta to try to step over – and those hurdles' names are Drew Brees and Tom Brady. And shoot, you might even have to worry about goddamn uh, Teddy Bridgewater down in hey. Carolina. He, he, can, on Teddy can, can, don't sleep
1: if on if Teddy B. Don't sleep on Teddy B. If I can remind you that this past season, you know, us in New Orleans split. Uh, one of the games that we did split, New Orleans didn't score a touchdown. If you go back and watch the game, the game was 26-9. to nine. They only had field goals, okay? And we were running all of a skeleton defense, okay? Because that's what we do. But they couldn't stop us, okay? Uh, 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 but- we, we, so us a New Orleans split, okay? We, we we swept Tampa Bay. Okay, now they're getting all the old redex from New England Patriots, okay? We owe them in a way. So that's what we want to do.
0: Wait, no, wait, no. wait, wait a second! Wait a second! Wait a second! Did you just, wait a second? Wait, 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 wait! Did you just call Grunt? Did you just call What Would you just call them
1: leftovers? I call them. I call them leftover. Old rejects. Okay, rejects. And I had that time. Hey, when they was when they were that time to play, they did it. They did it. I don't take that from him. him. Brady, all those guys, they did the thing, and they did it in New England. It almost like it's. I'm gonna tell you what this is almost like, Mike. This is almost like how good. How are you going to get up for the Mike Tyson and the Roy Jones Jr. fight? How how much are you going to get up for that? (laughs) (laughs) Tell me how much are you going to get up for that? So you telling me I should be excited because Tom Brady and 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 uh, Gronkowski is going to be in Tampa Bay. Uh, (laughs) Wait. Well, first of all, it's a. It's a
0: motivated Tom Brady, right? We've we've had this com we've had this conversation for years. You and I, we've been talking about this in New exactly. England. Who is it? Is it Tom Brady or is it Bill Belichick? Who who has this this car? Who's running the show up there, right? So that's been a long debate that you and I've had, and so we're exactly. gonna fi- we're gonna find out now. We're gonna see what Bill Belichick can do without Tom Brady. Although we have seen that already. Uh, the year I want to say, Tom Brady got hurt. I think he tore his ACL, MCL. Exactly. When, they had, had when, they,
1: when they had, uh, Matt when they Matt Cassel. Look,
0: look, but Matt look Castle. At the they, went, they went, a, they went eleven and five and still missed the exactly. playoff somehow. Like that 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 was insane. But we're we're talking about now, like now, now.
1: Yeah, we're greatest, talking about the now. greatest
0: quarterback in NFL history. I, I mean, give especially him that. especially if we count in rings arguably the best tight end.
1: Oh I'm my saying, god. Ever. I have to Now let me tell you, I e even though Tony Gonzalez don't have a a, a a ring, I still put Tony Gonzalez right here at the top of the list. And I don't think Walk has passed Tony. Tony put in the work first in of Kansas all, City I, all those years. So he did. He I, put in he put in the work. He, he put, put the work in.
0: in. I think you're being biased right now. You seen him? Oh, what? Because he, he played for Atlanta. He came to Atlanta. He did his thing in Atlanta. You you want Atlanta to be associated with the greatest something having to do with the league? We don't it's need. The, we don't it's, need to. Do it. it's, it's not Super Bowls. We we can't associate them. We can't associate them with great Super Bowl performances because you know even when you had Jamal Anderson and they was doing the Dirty Bird on everybody up to the Super Bowl game. Mm-hmm hmm They got they got their they got their dreams crushed pretty bad. It's okay. It, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. we're gonna be there. But, hey, we all right, but we're gonna keep standing. Okay, so and, <laughs> and okay, so check this out. Quick quick hits, right? We we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up pretty soon. Quick hits. So and minute. Wait, wait,
1: wait. hey Mike, hey Mike, you we do quick hits, but you I think what you're trying to do, you're trying to get out of here with talking without talking about the, the green team up north. So don't get out of here without talking about the green team. But I think that may be your team or something. So let's let the audience know that where your team that you you know that just lost your uh, your 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 uh, what what would we call it? The our starting uh, our safety, our safety, who, <laughs> our safety
0: who started at linebacker for like. I'm sorry, for like, I didn't
1: mean to upset. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to upset you. First of all,
0: first of all, that's the. That's the worst segue into another conversation that I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) Your segue was horrible. (laughs) I I hate the fact that you had to bring my team into
1: this. Yes, we can't go. We can't go away without talking about the test, man. Joe's name is. Hey, if you want to go back and talk about Joe, we can talk about smoking dope. You know, if that makes you feel better. You know, first, first of all.
0: Super Bowl three or four or five whatever whichever one it was, that was the best super Bowl in the entire history in the entire history of the NFL when the Jets won the Super Bowl that was the greatest super Bowl ever don't don't at me hey <laughs> don't we, at we, me. we have to do we have to do a poll that, that was that was against all odds the colts the colts uh, were supposed to spank us Joe Joe. Joe brought us back. Broadway Joe <laughs> held us down. Broadway Joe. We've, we've we've had a few rough years. It's been a few rough years. Oh you yeah. know. Uh we've had quarterbacks come and go. We've had head coaches come and go. I mean, shoot, we even we had uh we had Bill Belichick for like five minutes. I don't I don't <laughs> think I don't think a lot of, <laughs> I don't think a lot of people remember that. We had Bill I, Belichick. I don't think people realize that. We had Bill Belichick for like 5 minutes. We actually had Pete Carroll for about like 30 minutes. Exactly. And, you know, it's look, it's been a it's been a rough road for us. It's been a rough journey for us. We did just lose our amazing all-star uh Pro Bowl safety Jamal Adams. Um they replaced him with some guy from Seattle. I don't even know his name. I saw he tweeted and he he thanked Seattle for everything. Some some uh, some no name apparently, but but he's coming to the Jets. So now he goes from being a no name in Seattle, Mc, McDonald, I think he goes from mm. being a no name in Seattle to being a big name, and bright lights on Broadway in New York. So you know,
1: I, I I like how you put that. You know that he's coming to uh to showcase on Broadway. I like how you put that.
0: There, there, you, there you go. <laughs> There you go. So Jamal Adams, who goes to the Seattle Seahawks, it's not even it's the it's not even the Legion of Boom anymore. You see what I'm saying? It's the it's the Legion of Who? Because I can't tell you, I can't tell you <laughs> who their other starters in the secondary are right now, especially not without my notes in front of me. But so New York Jets, <laughs> listen, our quarterback, he's growing. Sam Darnold, he's developing. He's developing chemistry with these guys. We got, we got Le'Veon Bell for another year. But
1: but, but but you guys, you guys gotta learn to try to keep at some point you guys gotta pay. you gave Le'Veon all this money. Here's my great question. You gave Le'Veon all this money, okay? You got your you got your franchise quarterback. How in the hell can you not pay one of the most prolific guys in the in the, in a safety position? I thought Robbie Anderson was one of the best receivers in the league. You know, along up there with Julio Jones and and the Michael Thomases, I thought he was there. And you well, guys, well, you know,
0: you know, it's 2018. our the Jets? We weren't supposed to do anything. We wasn't supposed to do squat. And it's amazing because we ended up having like a pretty decent offense. I think we finished somewhere around middle of the pack. Robbie Anderson had an amazing year. Prior to his injury, he got injured a little bit later in the year. And heck, even the defense, the defense was ranked in in the top 10 in the league. So so the team, although, you know, the expectations were not very high, I I would have to say that 2018 team exceeded expectations. 2019, you know, (laughs) we had another year. We had, you know, a quarterback who is fully capable running the offense, running the show, and I'll tell you, man, I mean, I, I'm a Jets fan, and I was a, I was extremely disappointed. I was extremely disappointed. I felt like we had an opportunity to finish. I felt like we had an opportunity to finish, you know, at least 500, and, man, I, I can't even remember who we played, man. We played somebody, and we laid an egg. I think it was Cleveland. Cleveland. And we laid the egg, man, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, all this talk about Cleveland and how great they were gonna be and how good they were gonna do, Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield. And
1: exactly. They
0: they they had a pretty rough year, but lo and behold, they put you put the Jets in front of them and you know, these guys all of a sudden they wanna be they wanna act like they're at the goddamn Super Bowl. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is it is what it is.
1: J-E-T-S, exactly. until I rest.
0: but Okay, uh,
1: all right. That's, that's, but, hey, you know. the Old Herman, old Herman, that was, uh boys, you play to win the game. <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave you with that for your Jets. You and, play to win the game. And if we
0: win a game, you owe me a goddamn bottle or something. Give me a bottle or something if we win a game.
1: I, I got you. I will take care of you all now. But you got to win the game.
0: Oh my god